Hello and welcome to another episode of Ever Evolving with Your Holistic Healer. My name is Catherine and I am a holistic practitioner and I'm also an expert in emotional and energetic management and mastery for empaths and highly sensitive people. Now, what I'm going to chat about today is something that was very popular um, on my Instagram stories recently. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, I would highly, highly recommend because I put up polls and little question boxes and stuff around what topics you would like me to chat about on the podcast. So if there is something that you would really like to hear me speak on, then make sure you just like DM me on Instagram or vote when I put up the polls. And the topic that everyone wanted to hear about today was changing beliefs. And before I get into how to actually shift and change beliefs, I want to chat a little bit about how these beliefs are even formed in the first place. So many of our beliefs have been created from our childhood and we also carry generational beliefs, cultural beliefs. There's something like their studies have shown that we can actually still be carrying beliefs up to three generations back. So like you can still be carrying beliefs from your great grandparents without even realizing it. So we can take on their beliefs. We can take on cultural beliefs. We can take on societal beliefs as well as the beliefs that are formed just from our own life experiences. And those those life experiences that a lot of our beliefs are formed from tend to be formed in our childhood because from the ages of zero to seven, our brains are like these big sponges because when we're born, our emotional brain is very active and our logic brain doesn't actually start to kick in and develop until we're around like seven to 10 years old. So imagine that as a child, you're just this big bubble of emotion, this big sponge that's going through life and just soaking up every single experience and then creating creating like your own version of events, your own version of life, your own rules for living from those experiences. Like for example, for me, I I actually hated or thought I hated one of my now favorite foods for like the first 18 years of my life. I, the food I'm talking about is curry and I thought I hated curry up until I was about 19 or 20 years old because the only experience I'd had of eating curry was this curry that my mom made and oh my god it was horrid like just like even thinking about it now I feel like physically ill because she would put like oh maybe it was my dad who cooked it either way they put like bananas in it and sultanas in the curry and oh, I just couldn't it just made me feel sick and it wasn't until I was about like I said like 18 19 that I was with my boyfriend at the time and he's like do you want to go to an Indian restaurant and I was like no I hate curry and he's like really like are you sure I think you'd like it and I was like no no I can't stand curry like absolutely hate curry um but he was like oh just give it a go so we went in and we tried it and I was like oh my gosh this is amazing how have I not eaten this before? How did I not know this? But it's because my version of curry was just, you know, limited to this one banana and sultana curry that my parents had made. And that was the way that I viewed like an entire cuisine from was just this one experience. 
And I know that's just like quite a small example of, of how our beliefs can really dictate our behaviors and our patterns. But think about it. I could have gone my entire life believing that curry was just like banana and, and sultana and thinking that I hated it when really now it's one of my favorite cuisines. So not only do our beliefs impact, I mean, our, our food choices, <laughs> as I have mentioned, they also end up impacting the way we experience life. Say you have this belief, this is a belief I actually say so often, this core belief that I'm not good enough. This belief that I'm not good enough can end up impacting your relationships by making you feel like you need to settle because you don't deserve someone who treats you well. It can impact your health because if you feel like you're not good enough, then you might not nourish your body and look after yourself or eat healthily or exercise in a way that feels right to you. If you feel like you're not good enough, then maybe you won't speak up and share your desires and express your needs to your family and friends, which then makes you feel small and unimportant. Maybe if you feel like you're not good enough, you don't speak up at work and you don't ask for that pay rise or you just stay in a job that doesn't make you happy because you feel like who are you to to live your dreams. Our beliefs honestly can change our entire lives. So as you can expect, this is something that I work on a lot with my clients, changing our core beliefs that change the way that we live. And there are so many different ways that I really do help clients to shift their beliefs and so many different ways that you can also shift your beliefs depending on the level of belief that it is. If it's a core belief, sometimes it takes a little bit more time to really get to the root of it and shift that. Sometimes if it's something like a service level belief that's just kind of like an opinion like me with my Indian food then that's much easier to shift because it's just a perspective. It's just based on, you know, a couple of experiences. But in this podcast today, I'm going to share a couple of ways of how you can start to shift these beliefs. But if you would like more one-on-one support to really get to the root of beliefs that are impacting your entire life, then you know where to find me. Just check in the show notes and you can always just DM me on Instagram or book in a session that way where we can really get started. Now, when it comes to actually shifting your beliefs, your first thought of how to actually shift them would be to go straight to working on your mindset. And I mean, that would be a logical thing to, to do, right? And that's what I, I had tried to do in the past as well. I was like, right, if I want to change this belief, then I need to actually maybe like do some affirmations or do some journaling or like just work purely on my mind. And that is something that I, that I still do. But when it comes to these really deep-seated, really deeply rooted beliefs, just working on your mindset alone isn't normally enough, especially for highly sensitive beings, because we are so fueled and so influenced by our emotions that our emotions end up really, you know, dictating our beliefs as well. So when you're only looking at your beliefs or just looking at your beliefs first to try to change them without looking at the emotion and the motivation behind it, then you end up getting a little bit, you can end up feeling a little bit stuck because you keep trying to shift a belief, shift a belief, shift a belief by looking up the logic behind it when it's actually been fueled by an emotion. 
Now, so first things first, when it comes to actually shifting your beliefs is to identify when this belief even started, like where did it actually come from? And because a lot of our beliefs can start in childhood and in our teenage years, you might find that a belief started around a specific age. But if you sit there and have a think about it and find that this belief that you have is something that you have believed for as long as you can remember, then that's a pretty good sign that it could be a generational belief or it could even be something that developed from as young as when you were in the womb because we actually start to take on cortisol and stress hormones from our mom three months before we're born. So six months into the womb, we we develop this uh, stronger connection with our mom as we as we grow. So maybe your mum experienced some stress in her life while she was pregnant with you. And that could have then been relayed onto you as well. And I'm not sharing this to to scare you at all. I hope it doesn't scare you. I, I just wanted to share it with you to maybe enlighten you a little bit because for me, I, I experienced a childhood that was like technically quite like like a perfect childhood on paper. But yet I still was anxious, depressed, shy, insecure, really, really just didn't like myself. And we just couldn't figure out why. And it wasn't until I went to an acupuncturist um, quite a few years ago that she asked me that question. She said, what was your mum's pregnancy like with you? And I was like, I actually don't know. And then I found out that when I was born, I was actually separated from my mum for about 10 days afterwards. And I experienced something which is called a failure to thrive. So imagine being a baby and told, oh, you have a failure of of thriving. And that, so so that that separation from my mum could have caused, you know, a whole world of abandonment and fear and being told that I have a failure to thrive you know, all of these things. And then my mum stressing from being away from me, Um, she might've experienced some, you know, postnatal depression. So yeah, there's, there's a lot that would have gone on for me as a baby. And to start off in this world with us in a stressful environment can, can really create a real impact on you. So start to get really curious, ask your, ask your caregiver, ask your mum if it's possible, what, what her pregnancy was like with you but if you don't have those information that's also okay because from this information all it does it just gives you a bit of an insight as to again where this belief might have started and then that can help you to then go and shift it and heal it on an emotional level and once you do have an age or if you kind of think that there was an age where things were a little bit stressful in your life you can then sit with your inner child, sit with that younger version of yourself and just love on them. Tell them that you are here for them now and they are safe and that you are helping them through this. Emotional part of shifting our beliefs is again so important for highly sensitive beings and it can just end up not making much sense to our brains if we're consciously telling ourselves that we want to change a belief in a pattern that our younger self has actually created in order to protect ourselves. And that's why it can be really difficult to shift beliefs, even though you might really want to change something and change the way that you're showing up in the world. If there's actually a subconscious reason as to why you're 
exhibiting this pattern or why you're acting out a belief in a certain way. And once you've had a look to see where this belief might have started and how it is, um, how it was created, you can then start to look and see if there are any any benefits to it, any reasons why you might still be holding on to this belief and how it might be serving you. Now, a pattern that I see a lot in my clients, in my highly sensitive people, and as per usual, something I also did myself is this struggle to actually prioritize our needs and even express our needs and ask for what we want in the world. And this this pattern of struggling to prioritize ourselves can come from a belief of feeling like we're not good enough. But also when you don't prioritize your needs, there can be a few benefits to that. Even though you might be like, oh no, I am so sick of everyone else like walking all over me. I'm so sick of people not caring about me. Like if if your needs aren't being prioritized, it can feel really, really horrible, but it could be a benefit to it. So one of the benefits to actually not prioritizing your needs is the fact that maybe if you put other people's needs before your own, then that might make them feel special, which then makes you feel special. So you might feel like you're a good person by putting everyone else before yourself. And that can then serve your identity and your sense of purpose. By putting other people's needs before your own, it might actually be helping to keep you small. Maybe there are some things you really want to do in your life, but you're really scared of actually doing those things. You're really scared of stepping into your power. So instead of stepping into your power, you stay small and put other people's needs before your own. Maybe putting other people's needs before your own helps you to, again, create create this identity for yourself. Maybe it's something that you have just done forever. So the idea of actually changing that can then threaten your identity and your, your sense of being. So get really curious about how these things, how these patterns, how these beliefs are serving you because once you're aware how these things are serving you, then you can really start to shift them from the ground up, which is what I mentioned before because shifting things from the bottom up is when you can really make some serious changes in the world and in your life as opposed to just trying to do it on a conscious level where you might be journaling and looking at affirmations and then trying to consciously make change. Because if you're consciously trying to make change, but then you have a subconscious motivator that is wanting you to do the opposite, then you can end up feeling really stuck and really confused. And your inner child could be there sitting there being like, no, like I don't want to change. I don't want to start putting myself first because I don't feel like I'm good enough. I'm scared of changing and I need your help. And that's why this bottom-up approach is so, so effective, especially for highly sensitive beings. So once you have found if there are any motivators, any reasons why you might be living out this belief and living out this pattern, the next thing you can do is actually start to replace those motivations with other things that actually serve you. And now I know I said that, you know, if you're living out this pattern or belief, it is serving you in some way, which is true. But even though it's serving you, it's not benefiting your greatest good anymore. And again, these beliefs and patterns that you are living out in your life, you you created this belief in this pattern to protect you, to support you and to serve you. 
But there comes a time in our life where the beliefs that we created when we were three or three months or 13 years old or even 30 actually no longer serve our greatest good and who we are here to be. Start to question those motivations. Like, is putting other people's needs before your own really making you feel like you're a good person? Does it really make you feel special? Start to question these things because. Unfortunately, in the long run, when you continuously put other people's needs before your own, you can end up feeling really resentful and really down on yourself. You might feel like you're just not important. So is putting other people's needs before your own really helping you? Probably not. Is it scary to start to actually ask for what you want and to speak up? Yeah, it is. It might be a little bit scary, but it's going to serve you in the long run over pushing your needs down and putting other people before yourself. But maybe this idea of putting other people's needs before your own, even that within itself sounds a bit over the top. So maybe instead start by saying to yourself, okay, I'm going to acknowledge what it is that I need. I'm going to honor what it is that I want and need in my life. And It's actually so interesting when you start to look at your beliefs and look at the the truth behind them and to see if they actually are valid. Like the other day I had a client who was adamant that she is someone who is indecisive and she's like, no, I've always been an indecisive person. This is just who I am. And we actually started to dig a little deeper into that and she realized that she's actually not indecisive. She just hasn't trusted herself. She has been someone who has been a bit of a people pleaser. And because of that, she found it easier and more beneficial to her at that time to put other people's needs before her own and to people please, because that served her more than actually speaking up and listening to herself. But underneath it all, she actually isn't an indecisive person. It was just these beliefs that she had that was fueling her behaviors so that she would show up in a way that she was people pleasing and not trusting herself. But honestly, it took us like 10 minutes and she realized, oh my gosh, I'm not indecisive. And imagine the flow and effect that that has had for my client. She would like to go from believing that you're indecisive and to feeling like, you know, you can't make decisions to then realize within 10 minutes, oh my gosh, I am a decisive person. And just that certainty and that conviction that she has behind her now, knowing that she can make decisions can change the way that she shows up in the world and shows up in her life because she doesn't have that self-doubt anymore and that identity that she is indecisive because she's actually not. So really start to question these beliefs are they true? Is it true that you're indecisive? Is it true that putting other people's needs before your own makes you a better person? Is it true that if you feel guilty for something that that makes you a better person? Is it true that if you stop taking on other people's emotions, then you don't care for them? Really, really explore that. So get out your journal, see if you can do some meditating and just see what comes up for you once you really start to explore your beliefs, once you explore the benefits behind them, the purpose that they play in your life, and then how you can maybe start to prove those beliefs wrong, then you will, yeah, you'll be onto a winner there.
And if it would benefit you to have someone that you can use as a sounding board to sit there and ask you questions to really explore these beliefs with you, then you know where I am again. Just have a look in the show notes and you can always book in a one-on-one session there and see if we can really change the game for you, change your life by changing these beliefs. But if anything in this episode has just resonated with you in general, then please send me a DM because I do, I love to know what you're actually enjoying from the podcast, what you might like me to change, what I can, yeah, just what you'd like to hear more of in general. But that's all for me for today. Next episode, I'm going to be sharing how our beliefs can actually impact our ability to manifest. So that'll be a good one. So listen in for that. 